In today's episode, we are chatting with a friend of mine, Cindy Ryan. We have known each other for many, many years and have recently reconnected, and she is a pretty incredible human. She is a psychic and a medium and a mom of two amazing boys. And she shares with us how she sort of embraced this gift that she hadn't really acknowledged for a very, very long time. It's a great conversation. It's fascinating. I have had a session with Cindy and she really is seriously, guys, the real deal. And we also talk about some really fun practices. She has a mantra or affirmation practice that she has in her home, and she shares how that really keeps her in a positive state, which is such a a cool way of going about your day. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. Here is Cindy. to the Around the Campfire podcast. They say it takes a village to raise a child, but I believe it also takes a village to raise a mom. I'm your host, Jillian Benke, the founder of Mom Camp, and each episode I chat with busy moms who are doing awesome things in life and work. Join us for real conversation and community because this is your village. This is the Around the Campfire podcast. Hi, Cindy, and welcome to the Around the Campfire podcast. Thank you. Hi, thanks for having me. I am so excited you're here. It's funny, if if people aren't watching this on video, I have a giant smile on my face (laughs) because I've actually known Cindy since I was probably, what, four, Um, uh, seven, I don't know, somewhere in there. We were at Sunday school together so long ago, and then like 35 years later or 30 years later reconnected. So yeah. I'm just very happy to see you. And yes, thank you. Uh, I'm super excited to chat. So can you start by introducing yourself other than my long lost Sunday school friend? Can you start by introducing yourself and who you're a mom to all of those things? Okay, great. Thank you. I always, I always do say thank you. I'm Cindy. Um, that start that people do realign. There's always a purpose and a reason. So mm-hmm. thank you for having me here. Um, I am Cindy. Uh, I am known to many people uh, as Blissful Intuitive. Um, my work is uh, I am now a psychic and a medium, um, and I have uh, and a Reiki practitioner. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I do that uh, with many people, um, and I love that. Um, I at some point just said I want to know my soul purpose, and suddenly mm-hmm. it all started to come into to play, and. I love it. Uh, <laughs> who am I a mom to? I am a mom to two glorious boys who um, now one is almost as tall as me. Um, and he is 13. His name is wow. Chase. I will probably, I, I know myself, I will talk about them throughout this. Awesome. And um, my other magic boy, Hudson. Love it. I don't know. What else do you want to know? No, that's I, perfect. That's perfect. Okay. Um, I have lots of questions and I just want to make sure that they all make sense for timing (laughs) for how I ask them. Um, So number one, um, and I think this connects to when you said you just one day wanted to know your soul's purpose, but I know that you didn't always um, acknowledge that you were a psychic and a medium. So can you share how that all sort of came about? Yes. Yes. So I, uh, and I'm very open. I explain this. So I'm just, I'll just be a open book. I, um, I, I think as a child, I was very empathetic and I was, um, very open to spirits and to the spirituality. And then I closed it off, um, around the age of 10 or so, and, um, then just went down the path. And I, I met a boy at the age of 18 and, um, and we moved in after three months Mm. and I, (laughs) and I married him and, um, and without regret, he is the father to my two, um, beautiful boys. And, um, I had, I always say it was almost tunnel vision, like, I knew that I needed a job. I knew that I wanted the house. I knew mm. that I wanted all of these things. And I almost couldn't see outside of that. So it was the, the degree, everything. I And I just went for it. Um, 
and and he was there with me um but we never were together really we just mm. were two two people doing this life on the ride um, yeah on the ride and um and we we coasted that way for about 15 years mm. um and as we coasted we coasted further and further apart and um and at 18 to 34 you change quite a bit <laughs> a little and, bit yeah <laughs> And I always say um, you either grow more together or mm -hmm. you grow further apart. And it was very apparent during those years. Um, and as children came in that we were not meant to be together. And so um, it was very challenging and very hard, but I, um, after years of me working it through, I ended that marriage mm -hmm. and, um, and that was very heavy, um, because my youngest was a year and a half oh, baby. and, uh, lots of, lots of deep, um, decisions. Um, but out, out of that, I, I really awakened to who I was. Um, and for the first time went, oh my gosh, like, this is what I feel like and this is who I am mm. and um, I always say I, I dipped the toe uh, my toe into like trusting myself again um, and so that was eight years ago and um, and so it's taken about eight years to start to realize like what um, things really are um, mm. and so um, the first step was Reiki after I had an accident and that was the first, uh, first process of realizing that I was actually intuitive, um, <laughs> and, uh, things started to happen. So okay, I, I have to ask like what? <laughs> okay. So, um, so I, I had, um, I was, I was doing the courses for Reiki. Mm -hmm. uh, Reiki is for people that don't know, it's energy work. It's energy healing where you're able to clear. Um, we have seven chakras all throughout our body. Now I will say this before, before I had learned about Reiki, I thought that was like out there. I, okay. I, I thought, Oh, Reiki, all of this stuff, my previous life, mm. I would have thought these people are bananas right. like I it's really what I did think to be honest when my life previous I always say my life pre previously right to who I am now yeah two totally different people to be quite honest yeah um and then I went in and I thought but I feel so good like I feel I feel yeah. whereas before it was in my mind so I started to just go well I feel good so I don't need to understand it I just feel good mm. And so the more I started to feel good, I thought, I don't need to, to explain it. It just feels. And so as I did all these levels of training of Reiki, I asked people to come to my house and I wanted to do it for them. And then I saw that they felt good. I wanted to do more and more. And as they were there on, on the table and I was doing this energy work with them, I realized that I could hear things that were happening so I'd be doing the Reiki I thought I was just simply clearing energy and then suddenly I'd know what their tattoo was on their arm or I'd know that um, there was an information from their grandmother wow well that seemed really weird yeah. to be honest <laughs> <laughs> but I could and I'd never done that before right. so I'd say to them like do you have a tattoo of a bird and they'd lift their arm and yes and I'd think oh <gasps> I don't understand. Right. So um, it actually took me about six months, seven months to really process that. And then yeah. I had to go and meet with, I kept meeting with people saying in the spiritual side, like, mm. what does this mean? And why would I have this? Like, as, so I just kept digging deeper and deeper. And then as I met with somebody else, they'd explain, well, this is because you're a medium and, and this is how you unravel that. And wow. so then I would try to unravel that piece. And then I would try to decide, do I want that in my life? Mm. Do I want this in my life? How do I want to work that out? So I'd go more and more and then I would just continue and see, but I kept it all very secretive. Okay. Until? <laughs> <laughs> well, because 
because to be honest, it, for me, it felt like I didn't want the judgment. And so right. it was very- Because your my, life previously would have had was, the judgment. Would have had the judgment. Yeah. So I kept thinking, how will my friends feel if they ever mm. knew? How will my children, um, what will my children, how will their life be like? Um, I wanted to make sure, is this real? How does this- I, what will people think? It was right. all about outward yeah. rather than inward. And so I spent about two years um, learning different things. And I kept think, uh, asking people, I'd say, could your friend come over? I don't, I only want to know their first name. And uh, I did about 35, I, I, there were readings mm-hmm. and I'd say, I, I don't want to know anything else. I just want to know their first name. And I kept practicing and practicing. And every time I'd go, oh, I got it right again. Oh. I got it right again. And so it was testing myself over and over and over again. Trusting yourself too. Trusting myself. Yeah. Okay. Well, what, what about this? What about this? And I'd see, I'd get these notes back of people saying that just really helped me or Mm. uh, I could get emotional Um, or thank you for that. Or that little piece was so much for my family. And I think, why am I stopping this? Um, Anyway, sorry. Uh, Don't apologize ever. I kept thinking the only reason I'm blocking this is because of fear. Yeah. And this is what I'm meant to do. So I have to do it. Yeah. And so I just decided one day, screw my own fears. It's time. Mm. And I simply began. And there's never been... Um, I mean, I'm sure there's judgment and I'm sure there's, um, I'm sure there's people who go like, what? But because I feel so rooted Mm -hmm. and so comfortable, um, people feel comfortable with it too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If that makes sense. No, that totally makes sense. It's, it, it's interesting. We, um, for those that don't know, we co-hosted an event um, right. right before COVID, yes, <laughs> like the right week before. before COVID. Yes, we did. <laughs> and you sort of you said, "I am a psychic and a medium," and you sort of acknowledged that you you don't often yeah. say that in public, or you hadn't till that point. I hadn't, no. But just the way you presented and the way you spoke, everybody in the room was just in it with you, and there was no judgment, and everybody just said, "Okay, so." okay, so she's this, right? And this is what she does. And I think you'll probably see a lot of curiosity. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm sure people have a lot of questions. I mean, I know I do, but but also how it can help them and what that could mean for them if there is Mm -hmm. this magic side, um, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and what connecting to that or being connected to it could do for them. Right. So I'm sure yes. there's, there's a lot of curiosity for sure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Ah, so I think cool. that's the biggest thing for me is what I, I dabbled in going to psychics. I remember when I was trying to get pregnant and I'd gone to see somebody, right. Cause you're just so like, you just, you want an mm-hmm. answer. And I, there's other points in my life as well, where I, I'd reached out, you lean in, you lean yeah. in for anyone that can, can give you something. And the answers I'd gotten were not, they never gave me back like um, the ownership to me. It was Mm. like they held this power of like, this is what I see and this is what it is and left me feeling quite weak, if I'm being Mm. honest. Yeah. Um, Where I felt like, what? Like, oh my gosh, that's what you see? And so when I've sat in my practice, I always believe I actually don't hold that power. Hmm. Um, I, 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 I'm a conduit and I can, I I bring things in, but truly I believe like if I'm talking to you, Jillian, I, you have magnificent power Hmm. and I want you to have that power. So if I'm in a session with you, it's like, I can, I can pull things in, but every session I'm like, what can I give her? to give her choice and to give her power because I never want somebody to walk away from a session where they're going like, Oh, 
like deflate. Sorry, the sound. They, yeah. They're only going to hear that sound. Yeah. Where they feel <laughs> deflated. Yeah. I want them to go like, okay, she she hears me. She resonates with me because yeah. she actually just she just pulled from my own mind that she's also going to bring me back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Not she. She's going to allow me to pull myself back up. I again, I have so many things in my head. Um, <laughs> I, I just want to start by saying, and we'll come back to this in a minute, but when you did the reading for me, you absolutely do give that. And mm. you gave me so many things to consider that you had heard or seen or mm. that had come to you um, about me. But you also, to some degree, coached me through how to process it. Um, a little bit and just a road to take the next step in a direction Mm -hmm. of trying to sort of work that through. Um, Mm -hmm. So it wasn't left sort of empty, but I just have to ask when you went to psychics in the past, did they, Mm -hmm. I know you were in your previously life, so you were very closed off, but did they ever say anything? I mean, these are people that are in touch with more than regular people. And so did they ever see it? I went to um, I went to somebody named Natalie Miles. She's actually quite well known now, mm. and I went to her before she was so well known. Mm-hmm. And she and I sat, um, and this is before I had yeah. any idea. I actually wanted to know if I was going to get a boyfriend. Still a question <laughs> I'd like to know. Yeah. Anyone? Um, and so I sat. I sat across from her. We were sitting. Uh, somebody had recommended her. She actually cost quite a bit of money back then. Even now, she, mm. um, you know but I saved my money and I went to her, her space and I walked in and I felt like, Oh, this is such a, I love this space. And she looked at me and said, so you're going to have a website. And, um, and I, anyone who knows me, I was like, "Ah, I don't, I don't do a website. What are you talking about? And she said, and she was like, and you're going to be on Instagram and you are going to be an intuitive, a psychic, and you are going to use no. your gift. And I said, I don't have a gift. What, what are you talking you- about? And I said, I just want a boyfriend. <laughs> and she said, she said, that's not what you're about. And so I said, okay. Like, oh. and, and it was incredible. And I remember going, and I remember at the time thinking, that was such a waste of my money. Like, oh, right? Because to me, I was thinking... I didn't need you like that's and but that's when's my thing. boyfriend coming <laughs> my boyfriend <laughs> and so that's what I always think about when you do speak with somebody who is so she was right and I always look back and go like god like she saw something so far beyond yeah what I saw and so sometimes what I say to people is just be prepared I have no idea what's coming through yes and sometimes people will be like, but I want to know this specific detail. Okay. And I'll say, I have no idea. Whatever comes through is going to come through. Right. I don't know if, I don't even know if some relative's going to come through and start yelling at you. I don't know. Well, and let's um, talk about how that comes through because mm-hmm. I know it's different for everybody who practices and it's probably yes. different for everybody that you practice with. So yes. is it that you're hearing voices is I'm going to ask very basic questions just as like no nothing's basic (laughs) so is it that you hear voices is it that you see pictures I I know you don't um what's it called uh like go into a I can I can channel where I can okay Um, okay but I don't like it all look yeah so explain that explain everything that how it comes to you so we all have different ways. Right. So that's why like, so I can automatic write, which is where, so before a session, mm-hmm. I will automatic write for each person. So that's where, um, I tend to set uh, 15, 20 minutes before a session. And then that's where I don't think I just would immediately go like, okay, I write Jillian at the top of a page and then I write, but it's not me writing. It's your guides come mm-hmm. tuning in. And I will just write whatever comes through. I often right. then don't even know what I've written because it's, I just set the intention to say, what is it that she needs? What is it that she wants? And then yeah. your, your guides come through and they tell me whatever I need to write. So that's one way that I, I write, mm-hmm. I can write, I can write, like if I need help, I'll do that as well. So mm-hmm. that my higher self will tell me what I need. 
then in a session um i get like so i get a scent so that sometimes i will taste i sometimes i can taste um cigarettes or mm. flowers or um like a really bad smell or taste um what i've determined for me is that it's not that sometimes represents something like so mm. if i get roses that's usually a grandmother in right. general smell like so i've learned that about myself other people okay. it's different but i just know like that represents this mm-hmm. this represents this um and then what i get um sometimes i will now get uh, auras like behind a person or i'll see certain things so i know um i know what that that means okay and then what i call it is a simple knowing so for like so i will i just like you might ask me a question i without thought will just jump out an answer right that's my knowing if i go bef- after that knowing i've gone into my ego and it's too far mm. so you might say like should i go skiing i already have the answer right away and if i say no don't ask me again right because then if I'll you go, start to justify it it becomes the ego it right. becomes the ego interesting and so I can't I can't say more than that because you'll be like well and I'm like I can't I, I don't know why I'm just yeah. gonna say no yeah and um so sometimes that's why I explain to people that energy doesn't oh, like somebody asked me a question about like um they said something about should I do this after I have the baby? Like it was something like, should I go horseback riding after I have a baby? And I said, oh no. And they were like, oh my God. And I was like, well, that question isn't detailed enough because maybe you shouldn't go after for two weeks, right? right. Like it doesn't mean ever. I have no idea. I just right. automatically answered it based on the way you answered it. So energy doesn't know time it doesn't mm-hmm. know context, um, con- context yeah. the way we do so we just have to we have to take all of those things um separately from the way we mm-hmm. we know it uh, interesting it's I didn't come to you with any questions for my session mm-hmm. um yeah asking you any specifics and it's interesting that people I I totally get that people do and I I had never seen a psychic in the past, I had often thought about it. Um, yep. And there was something that always sort of held me back for maybe it was the cost. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but um, so I didn't have any specifics. I just came in sort of like, hi. <laughs> but um, I, I would, I would believe and tell me if I'm wrong, but when people come with questions, and you have other things that are coming to you, those are quite often things that they need to navigate before the question, before. like before yes. the boyfriend, right? Yes. Um, yes. So that's, that's interesting. It, it's, and that's what I find is that yeah. most times it's um, the boyfriend's completely irrelevant. Right. Which is why that still hasn't shown up because <laughs> really, I mean, a few, but, um, and that's why, because my purpose actually is yes. much greater than that. Yeah. Um, and so it's like the universe keeps going like, what, stop worrying about like, that's right. not, that's not what you need. Right. And so we as humans keep going, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so what, so when people come to me and to be honest, I've found for me, intuitive coaching is actually what I'm doing. It's mm-hmm. not some, when somebody is like, I really want to know if I, if I should do this. And it's like, that's, that's really not what I do. I like, I have no. people now who do series and it's of, of work with me um, because uh, they want focus on something. Hmm. And so the, I'm there with them just basically because they'll be like, well, okay, so I'm doing this new project and I'll be like, yeah, but really what you're, you're super distracted and you're really irritated with your partner. And they'll be like, oh, <gasps> and I'm like, <laughs> sorry, I'm were we not supposed to go I'm there? like, sorry. But I'm the, and then like, so the, I'm, I'm only just, and they're like, yeah, I am. I'm like, so really, these are the elements you need to do. And it, and it actually has nothing to do with your partner. It has, it's just, yeah. this is why. And they'll be like, you're right. Yeah. So I can do it in a way that um, I just, I, I'm a bit blunt, but it's only because I, they need, they, and they like it. They almost yes. want, they want somebody who's able to point out their BS and, yeah. and also show them that another route yeah. um, because they're hearing it in their own head. Mm-hmm. We all, we all talk to ourselves. So I just come in and just basically say like, here's the other route and this is why. And also to say, we all 
we all feel this. We all do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I mean, I would encourage everybody to work with you. Um, it was <laughs> fascinating, um, but also life-changing, uh, like not oh. just fascinating from a cerebral, but it was, um, you brought out stuff that I hadn't acknowledged I was feeling or I had only acknowledged it to my very itty bitty self inside. And mm-hmm. um, it's stuff that I have to still process through. And, mm-hmm. but it informed so much of what I'd been feeling. And I'm just very glad that I'm on a sabbatical right now for work and actually have some space to do things like that because yeah, it's, it's big stuff and it's powerful. And mm-hmm. to know I just felt much more connected Mm -hmm. afterwards. Um, Yes. Part of something greater, which um, has sort of, I guess, uh, in the last year, um, that sort of happened for me as well. Just the idea of death and what happens after. Um, Mm -hmm. I think I mentioned this on our call, but anyways, I sort of had this realization when my husband's uncle passed and that it was okay. And we all become sort of part of the same. Um, I don't know how to explain this and you, nobody else can see my hands, uh, <laughs> but the levels of energy. Yeah. Like we all become part of the same energy and yes. the same sort of um, universe, I guess. And I mean, I, yes. this is my own, not necessarily following the the Christian faith I was raised in beliefs of heaven and hell and all of those things. Um, this is the way that I've sort of figured it out in my own brain for me. Right. Yes. But it just made me feel much more connected to that greater something. Yes. Um, yeah. That's, I don't know if that's a sales pitch for you or not. That's probably very confusing <laughs> for people to listen to for what I experienced, but, but I it think was, that's... sorry, go on. Sorry. No, no, no. I, I appreciate that. But I also, and I, and I would love to work with everyone. Um, (laughs) but I think we often get stuck in all of the, um, ways to connect with different people and how Mm. do we promote our business and, and all these different, all these different ways, but truly what we're all looking for is connection Yes. and, um, and how to connect within. Mm -hmm. And, um, and that's what I find this is like, even that small, that small time that you and I had, which actually, if um, we look at that has created a ripple yes. in your life where it was like, oh, well, then you can meet this person and then this mm-hmm. can happen and this can happen. And then from that, it draws, well, like I said, like the ocean, right? Like it's yeah. like, um, and so people then one, one little conversation can then lead to you thinking about this, where then you have a conversation with this person. And then like, Mm -hmm. that's what I believe is so important. Um, and so sometimes when people, and that's what I sat with for a long time with my work is I didn't want to be, um, the psychic where somebody says, where I say like, draw the curtain over and say, come in and let's have, and, and I don't want to, <laughs> the I don't want to insult, yeah, <laughs> psychics who do that. Cause I do think there is a, yes. there's a great meaning for that as well. It was just for me, I wanted it to be like, how do we, how do we connect? And then say like, wow, this is where you can go. And this is the person that can meet you here. And then you can go here. There's Mm -hmm. so much light for all of us. Mm -hmm. And that's what I just really envisioned it being. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. I would say it is from everything I'm seeing um, and that I experienced myself. Now, what, when you fully embraced the after, not the previous, but the after, did you Mm -hmm. see a shift in your relationships and how people, cause I know you were worried about what people will think, you know? Yeah. So, um, so there was there, when I had fully embraced it, I definitely had like definitely talked to a few people and they mm-hmm. had seen me doing the Reiki, which Reiki seems quite comfortable with most people. People yeah. can accept that. Um, yeah. and, um, I think, uh, it's with everything, right? If you don't have any sort of doubt in your mind, people will, they won't question it. Mm. It was the same thing I found um, when I left my marriage. Mm-hmm. Um, my very best friend said, why are you giving people room to question? 
And it was the same. And that comment for me was because I, I, I wanted to explain myself and Mm -hmm. she said, do not explain. No, you're leaving your marriage for your choice and your choice alone. And so I thought, you know what? And so that was it. When I, when I wanted to leave, I was like, no, we're leaving and and I'm I'm leaving. And I didn't, that was period, period. And end of conversation. And that was it. It wasn't like, well, you know, because he needs to do this and I need to do that. And then then, then, as soon as you do that, yeah, it's rocky. You're just, then people want to, they they want to, they want to poke in. They want to figure out more. They want to like, it's like, Oh, let me, let me find out why. And let me, let me, hmm, well, maybe it's this and maybe she did this and maybe he did this. Mm. No, no, no. It's finished. And now we move here. Mm-hmm. And so as soon as I felt this way with, with this work, solid, awesome, no room to poke. Yeah. And I find that that's what we, we allow too much space for people to, to poke and prod. No reason to poke or prod. Yeah. Yeah. It's as a and, cr- recovering people pleaser, I would say, yeah, I constantly leave people room to poke and prod yeah. and try and justify and explain and yeah. make it okay. So that I need to sit with that for a minute. <laughs> That's yes. something. Yes. Yeah. And I find that now with anything, I just go like, if I don't want to be somewhere, no. Mm-hmm. And it, it just, there's no, there's no more, there's no more room for there. And then yeah. I feel fine and I'm okay. Yeah. And they, they can go and do whatever they need to do over there. That's fine. But I don't need to sit in that conversation. And so that's what I found now with my work is just like, I am so happy that I realized I don't actually care. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And so it's actually then, because I think people have seen it, they're like, oh, okay. And the worry was gone. Yeah. Awesome. And so um, that, that I find for when I have those thoughts in my head, like every once in a while I'll, go, I'll think like, oh, I wonder if that person's um, thinking something. As soon as that thought comes in, I have an exercise where I'm like, that is not my thought. And I take it out. Like I, oh, I immediately, like I, I do not want to sit with any of those thoughts because I love this work. So it's like, no, take that thought. No. I chose this. I love this. I chose this. I love like, and I immediately take those thoughts out. Yeah. That reminds me of your affirmations practice and the notes yes. in your house. Can you share a little bit about that? Cause I think it's so great. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, um, and again, I started this about, um, a few years ago, but now I have, I have notes everywhere mm-hmm. in my house. Um, and, and I actually even have one now on my phone. So I get texts, uh, every few, every minute, like, like yeah, every I, hour. I downloaded the app that you recommended. It's called I am oh, for everybody to I know. Am. And they just and pop you know, up and I was like, oh my God, I needed up. that right then. So and great. it is nice. Like I just get, like, I just got one that said I'm gorgeous. And I was like, yeah, yeah you are. like it's, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's, so I have, um, so when I wake up in the morning on my mirror, I have, I've changed the, this, the written mantra every mm-hmm. week or so. Um, but it's rather than looking at my phone immediately when I wake up, I sit up and I see a statement and it's a statement that I've written. Um, right now it says something about, um, brave girl, never settle again. I know that's Love what it. I wake up to. And, um, and then when I go into to my washroom, there's something uh, definitely on my bathroom mirror. But then the, we have them. So the boys will also write statements. So um, in their bathroom, there's ones, obviously ones about brushing their teeth. But it's actually to um, have statements that are written throughout your house mm-hmm. that you are. So you're seeing positive statements constantly coming into your to your mind mm-hmm. and that you have written changes your state. No um, doubt. So um, that I remember reading something where, and, and this is really not to say anything, but something to think about where if you're having things written on your shirt that actually are negative, mm-hmm. um, where it might be like, um, I'm, I'm crazy or whatever it might be, you're actually having that where people are reading it and that's going in as a negative thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's something to really think about that what you put out is important. And although it's funny, um, you, you are putting that 
that comment yeah. out. So what you you want to have is the positive, positive, positive things. So um, I had um, I had a, a person say to me the other day, like I really can't afford a session right now, but I want to I want to make sure that I you know I really want to do it. And I said, you know, changing your um, frame of reference to I'm choosing to use my money for other needs at the moment, yeah. but I look forward to a session in two months Right, actually makes you feel like your money is still being really useful. Um, that you've got, you've got all your needs it's more abundant met. for sure. It's abundant. Right. Yeah. And so those are the things that I have found for myself is that, um, where you're feeling overwhelmed, but then you look and suddenly there's these mantras, you just, you're like, Oh yeah. Okay, good. We, we actually are doing great. Nice. And you've created it. You're not looking outward. It's mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I love it. I absolutely love mm-hmm. it. And I'm loving the app. I, when I, yeah. now I've started downloading the images when ones yes. really connect, right? Like I yes. got one the other day and I have to look and see what it says because it was exactly what I needed to hear right in the moment. And it was, I am ready to release all the stress right now. And it was yes. right at the moment that I had decided to just set something aside and yes. put it like put it on the back burner for a minute because it was causing me so much stress to the point that it was driving me into, you know, sadness. We, we talked about this before we got yes. before we pressed record, but um, that popped up and I went, oh, I am ready to release the stress right now. So yeah, but the app is called I Am. Mm-hmm. 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 And that app, like I thought, I thought, sure, I'll try this. But yeah. really, truly, like the amount of times one of those app, those notes have come up and I'm like, I really needed that. Like, yeah. uh, and, and it does, it does make a difference just having something come up. And uh, it's the same with, if you find, like I find for me, if I get really overwhelmed at work, Mm -hmm. really overwhelmed in a moment, I do actually take about five minutes out and I scroll my photos. Mm -hmm. And that for me is, and some people think it's crazy. I don't like scrolling Instagram. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't like scrolling social media, but sometimes you do need a little out. And so I find that I scroll my photos and it takes me right back to a space of calm. And I go like, oh my gosh, you know what? We we're doing it. We are like, yeah. look at that ridiculous face he just made. And look at, oh yeah, that was Well, because you don't moment. take photos of bad stuff typically, right? You so never it's, do. Uh, your whole photo roll is just great it's moments just and beautiful great things. Great moments. Yeah. Yes. I love and it. so it doesn't take you into a pressure of like, they're doing well or they're doing, like, it's all you. Yeah. And people sometimes think like that it's ego-based, but no. no, like you, you love yourself. You love your family. Mm-hmm. So rather than scrolling Facebook, scroll yourself. I love that. <gasps> I love yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You should put that on your social media. <laughs> I really like that. That's going yeah. to be my next one. Well, that's such a healthy, yeah. uh, positive thing to recommend because I know when I'm scrolling, I call it the scroll hole. I go down the scroll yeah. hole and it is a numbing behavior. It is an escape Mm -hmm. and a numbing behavior because I don't want to deal with what I'm dealing with. Or even if I'm feeling fine, but the habit is there, you go down the scroll hole and then all Mm -hmm. of a sudden you're like, oh, and you're not feeling as good as you might have if you were looking at your own amazing photos. So totally. really, yeah, I love it. I love it. That's really, really great. I also, the one thing I will do every morning is I will go in my Facebook memories just because mm. I love to look back at when the kids were little and, you know, trips to the pumpkin patch, or, you know, vacations totally. that we took. And, and those for yeah. me are really fulfilling memories as well. So it's sort of similar yeah. um, because I didn't yeah. typically post difficult times or bad stuff or, you know, no. that type of thing. So, no, um, of course not. yeah. And it, it goes back further than what my phone will hold. So, <laughs> yeah. So awesome. true. So, so true. You have a number of ways. I'm doing your little sales pitch marketing, and I know that's like <laughs> you just believe things will come to you. So I'm just gonna put it out there for ways people can connect with you because you have a number of ways that you work with people, like the soul mm-hmm. soup sessions. Can you talk about oh, yes. those? Yeah. I love my soul soup. So mm-hmm. I randomly came up with that name, but 
Um, so that's with a group of, it can be, I've done husband and wives, mm-hmm. partners together, uh, or a group of women. Um, and it's when usually between five to seven people, obviously right now we're doing six, um, right. uh, and they all come together. They can do it, um, like in person, or sometimes there's just a few people away due to COVID. Um, but I, I get a host and then um, just everybody else's first names. And I write for everyone before the event. And then they all come together. And I call it um, a soup of the souls because nobody leaves the room. But it's about usually four to five hours. Often there's wine. Sometimes it's somebody's birthday. Sometimes it's like a special event. Um, but we all sit together and we do a group reading. So each person will have, I will have written for each person individually. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we all sit together. And what I say is there's that invisible line for the reason why that everybody is there together. Sometimes they're connected because, um, they're dealing with, um, perhaps it's children. Like they're all dealing with, um, stress of their children. It mm-hmm. might be, um, a money issue, something. Um, but what always surprises me, um, and sometimes there's some relatives from the other side that Mm -hmm. come through. Um, but what always surprises me is that these friends who might've been friends for 20 years, um, get way more connected, um, by the end of that night. Yeah. And, uh, what I say is that what I'm saying to one person is actually often more relevant to the other person, if that makes sense. Yeah. So I'm saying it to, um, you know, Mary Beth over in the corner here, but truly Sue over in this corner, it resonates so much with her. Yeah. And so often what will happen is after I've left that night, um, I'll get notes for the week after going, I, I can't stop thinking about what you said and mm. how that made so much sense to my life. Um, and so those nights are just they're so magical for me yeah. because you're just sitting with people. I mean, it's sort of like a campfire, like right. right the mum camp. Like it's just this. You're sitting in a cozy. Often now it's outside. People are bundled up, and um, the, you know, the closeness that you get, where you're just able to um, just share without the fear. Obviously, I I am respectful. If there are certain things where I feel like they shouldn't be shared, I don't mm-hmm. I don't share things. Mm-hmm. There's been times where I've written before the event, and I will say so and so should not be present. I think it'll be too hard for them. Okay. So I will say that. Um, but um, they're they're beautiful nights. Yeah. That's amazing. Um, I just remembered mm-hmm. a question I had from earlier and you brought it back up because okay. um, when you, you just know their first name, you don't know anything yeah, about them. And I mean, no, granted we had about 30 years of disconnection before we reconnected. And so you knew more yeah. than my first name. You have some of my history, yes. but you just know someone's first name. You've never met them before. And there are a lot of Sarah's in the world. Like, so like there are a lot of, you know, Brenda's. So how, yeah. how does that, I mean, maybe you don't know how it works, but I really how don't, do you get you know the right I do. Sarah? <laughs> I don't, just, I don't really know how it works, but yeah. I, I, I try not to think about it too much, but I, it always works. Like I'll say, I'll say like, okay, Rebecca. And, and I write Rebecca's name and I say, okay. And I, I really honor the practice of, like I have to sit in a place. I don't have to sit in a place, but I have to sit quietly. I have to set the intention and mm-hmm. say, okay, I know that like Rebecca has set the time for this to be. So then I say, so now I'm writing for this Rebecca. The okay. universe knows the Rebecca yeah. that I'm talking about. Yeah. Um, and again, I'm thinking like, I remember I'd done, I'd done a session for this boy. I'm not a, like, he was a, a boy. I'm so old. Uh, like he was like a 22 year old. Right. And um this is always just like the easiest one for people to relate to, but there's always amazing things. Um, but I had written, I'd written his first name and um, I'd drawn all of these, like um, it looked like charts, like, like, like graphs or something mm. like I like math, math things. So I thought, I thought, Oh, I guess we're going to discuss like science or something. Cause I can't figure out what all this stuff is. And it, it looked almost like stars aligning or something. I don't, I couldn't figure it out. There was a whole bunch of other stuff that he needed to, to go through as well. So I met this, this guy and, um, 
I was, I looked at him and I said, okay, so I don't know if you're into math or geometry, but I can see all of these, these things. So I'm figuring we need to talk about this. And he looked at me and he cut like his mouth kind of dropped. And I said, what? <laughs> and he lifted his arm and he had drawn, he'd gotten a tattoo um, and it was the exact thing I had drawn um, all from, from like, it was basically what I had drawn on this thing was what he, he said, oh my I gosh. had this dream one night. And he said, it was sort of like these weird graphics. It basically, it was exactly what I drew. Yeah. And he said, I, he said, I just wanted it on my arm. So I drew it. And he's like, I'm freaked out. <laughs> and I said, I said, I'm so excited. This is so amazing. And so it was for me and for him, it was the way that he needed to know that I was real. Mm-hmm. And that was just proof. There was nothing else we needed to do about that. It was that he wanted, he needed to know that I was who I was and that's all it was. Um, and then the rest of the session just flowed. So every single person's just so different, but it was the way I know I needed at the very beginning for myself. I wanted people to know I was authentic yeah, and I wanted them to know that, that the, what I was doing was truthful. Yeah. And I felt like if I was sitting across from them, this was just my own thing, that how could they know that what I was doing was, was real. So I thought if I write for them first, they'll be able to see that I have documentation. So it felt okay. more scientific. Right. And I thought it was proof. Their last, <laughs> it was proof. But I thought, well, if I get their last name, then they'll know I could look them up. Like yeah. this was just how my mind yeah. went. So I thought, I just want their first name. That's that's all I'll need. And, well, so and if you don't been, need it. And I just don't need it. And every yeah. time, and they'll look at and people will be like, oh my God, how and I'm like, I don't know. Yeah. So it's just the way it works. Well, just for like one of the things that you said in mind, just for people, mm-hmm. um, you had drawn a box and it had three, I think, circles in it. And then it had a triangle on top. So you knew it was a house and it had mm. three circles in it and then a circle outside of it. And mm, yeah. it, it absolutely shot like an arrow in my heart because it was um, my feeling of sort of when I go to work and I go to my office pre-COVID and Ooh. my husband works from home. So he's the one that does all the taking of the kids to all of the things. And he's, you know, the head of the safety patrol at school and he's the king volunteer and does all the things. And mm-hmm. I do feel like I'm missing out. Um, I don't feel that they leave me out, but I feel left out. And it was Mm -hmm. that drawing that you did and you didn't really know why you had done it. I remember you saying like, I don't really know what this is, but I think this is you over. And I just was like, oh, like it just, it, it Mm -hmm. rocked me. It was like the drawing on the guy's arm because Mm -hmm. that was a feeling that I hadn't actually acknowledged, but I, well, Mm -hmm. I had deep down, but I hadn't Mm -hmm. ever voiced it. I hadn't ever um, embraced it in a, embrace it you know what I mean um mm-hmm. so yeah this this shit is real like it's like, for lack of a better expression I think that's the thing that always comes out right when people yeah. are like oh my god this shit is real yeah. and I'm like oh, I know it's amazing Cindy what you do and the gift Aww. that you have and the fact that you have chosen to embrace it that seems to be the word of the day and just really give it to everybody and to others it's incredible so how can people find you I mean I know all the ways but you tell them the ways you want them to find you yeah so um at blissful intuitive Mm -hmm. is the instagram and then uh the website is it's so simple, just the same because I can't handle technology. So www.blissfulintuitive.com. That's very good branding. That's excellent. Thank you. I know, right? (laughs) Okay. I have possible. Yeah, no, it's good. It's good. And from people, for people to remember, it's perfect. So now I do have one question. I normally have other questions Mm -hmm. I ask, but I feel like I don't just want to pivot everything away. I do want to ask the, the, the big one though, is what is the biggest lesson you have learned as a mom? Um, the biggest lesson I've learned as a mom 
is, um, so I, can I give an example of a time? Absolutely. That, um, so my boys and I were out for dinner with their dad. This was about uh, uh, two years ago. And um, my eldest son said, uh, oh, I could get teary. My eldest son said, mom, would you be the woman you are today if you'd stayed with dad? And my ex-husband said, no, she wouldn't. And my eldest son said, I'm glad you left. <sighs> and, um, and I remember uh, it's, it's so, it was such a hard choice for me. And, and my ex-husband said, I'm glad she did too. And uh, I just have always, as hard as it is, knowing to choose your own happiness, although at times it's hard, yeah. will allow them to be happy too. And to be so proud of you and to yeah. know that it was the right thing to do. Yeah. Oh, your boys sound pretty special. Yeah, they are. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, oh, thank you. Ah, well, on that amazing note, <laughs> as we were both wiping tears away from wiping our faces. Uh, thank you for being you. Thank you. Thank you for everything you do. Thank you for being here. Oh, and, thank you so much. Yeah. That was so lovely. I loved it. That does this feel like a cozy little chat? I love right? it. I just, we need <laughs> s'mores and wine and we'll be around the campfire. <laughs> I love it. Awesome. Thank you so much. Do you ever feel like you've lost your spark a little? There's overwhelm. There are so many obligations. You're overseeing all of the things. Mom life is awesome, but it's also exhausting. And sometimes you feel like you can't get any space for yourself. Does that sound familiar? Well, it is time to reignite that spark. It's time to reignite your energy, your health, your confidence. It's time to reignite your life. And that is why I am so excited to introduce to you Mom Camp Ignite. It is a monthly membership with a private platform where you have access to incredible experts. We're going to have monthly calls where they're going to teach us about topics directly related to mom life. We're going to be talking about stress management. We're going to be talking about decluttering, body positivity, sexual health, all of the things that can help us live our very best lives. We're also going to have personal development opportunities, inspiration, weekly mindset check-ins and support, and monthly virtual happy hours, but it is more than that. It is a community. In this season, it can feel pretty isolating and the loneliness can be real. We need our village around us. Mom Camp Ignite is a community of incredible moms just like you, there to support each other through the challenging times of mom life and to celebrate our wins. It's going to be awesome and I really hope to see you there. You can go to momcamplife.com slash ignite for all the details. All right, mamas, that's it for today. For more info about this episode, you can check out the show notes at momcamplife.com slash podcast. Hang out with us on Instagram at momcamplife. And if you love this episode, please share it with your friends. Thank you so much for tuning in and join us next time around the campfire.